Hello, listeners. This is Phoebe and Hank. We are doing something a little special. We're going to play some of our favorite shows because not only are we podcast makers, we're big fans of podcasts, too. First up is a podcast we actually got to be guests on, hosted by a kid named Ari, and the podcast is called At Your Level. That's right. It has lots of interesting things about some ancient stuff and some not, like some are karate and some are cats versus dogs. Yeah, and that's the episode we were on was cats versus dogs. Yeah, and we're going to play it. We're going to play it for you. Yeah, should we just roll right into it? Yeah, let's just roll in. Awesome. Please enjoy At Your Level with host Ari Kelly Cats versus dogs. Get ready to bring your catnip and bones because this episode is about to get intense. On the right side, we've got the canine companion, the mega monster, and your secretive scent trackers, the dogs. And on the left side, we've got your frightening feline friends, your scary scratchers, killer kitties, the cats. Before this fight breaks out, you might be saying, Ari, what the heck is this episode about? Well, I've heard that a lot of people think that they're a cat person or a dog person, but is there really truth to it? Are you a dog person or a cat person? Or do you think you could be both? Personally, I find myself to be in the middle. And normally I would say that, but now that I think about it, I'm more on the dog side. You know, I'm not really sure. I've always liked dog people, and I've always liked cat people, but I thought that their characteristics were very different, so I wanted to interview a couple of them and find out each of their perspectives on the topic. So, without further ado, this is At Your Level, and I'm your host, R. Kelly. Hey, Ari. Hi. Hello. I have a special guest over here. Would you like to see her? Yes. I like how proud of here. It's somebody who's hiding under a table. What special guest would hide under a table? Do you think it's a gecko? Oh, you think it might be a dog? Yes. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Who is, <laughs> Who is that sweet dog? She's Nova. <laughs> That's Nova. Okay. Let's okay. get started with this interview. Yeah. Can you please introduce yourself with pronouns if you would like? Yes. My name is Phoebe Owens, she, hers, and I am the mom of Power Dog, aka Hank Crozier. His pronouns are he and him I'm gonna, for now. I'm going to take her out. I yeah. know this is not very professional of me, but That's I'm going to have to take her out. We have a whole shelf of art right behind us. Oh, he just went to take Nova out because he's worried she's going to eat some of the art supplies. <laughs> <laughs> After many holdups, let's finally start this interview. We do not want your puppy to eat crayons. No, no, really, really don't. Okay. First question. Are you on the cat or dog team and why? Are you on team cat or team dog? Well, okay. So we love dogs. We 
love to live in a world of dogs. But also, we do have a cat. And we love him. And we love cat people. Well, want to see our own? I would love to see your cat. But hold it, hold it, hold it. So we have this plan. Guest on the dog team, guest on the cat team. Dog person guest, cat person guest. Dog, cat, cats versus dogs. What is happening here? Phoebe and Hank have a podcast called The Adventures of Power Dog and Dogland. I was really thrown. They're on the wrong team. We might be cat people. Yeah, but... We're yeah. cat people making a dog I think show. Both. Yeah, I both. Think it, yeah, both. We're too split. We can't decide. So I know we're blowing your mind right now because we don't have any dogs. So last year, like a lot of people during the pandemic, we adopted a pet, this cat named Roger, and he's a senior pet. We learned that it's really important to try to provide a home to senior kitties, right, Hank? Yeah. Yeah. We were setting out to adopt a dog when we ended up with a cat. Want to see your cat? I would love to see your cat. Do you got him? Oh, careful with his head, sweetheart. That's the most important part. Oh, my gosh. He's a little... Oh, my God. Um, You probably heard Garfield. Yeah. Have you heard of Garfield? Remember Garfield? Mr. Lasagna Eater? Yeah, this is Roger, our golden senior with good manners. Do you want to say hi, Roger? He's actually usually very chatty. And very loud. He's a yelling orange cat. Mm-hmm. He's got yes. freckles on his nose. That's very. That's a very beautiful cat. Thank you. We think so, too. Did you recognize that little trombone bit there? Yep. We're going to play Name That Tune again in this episode. So I don't know if you're wondering or not, But the reason why we play Name Our Tune is just because we want you to have fun. We know these can be a bit challenging, so ask your parents to help. And you don't need to name the actual tune. All you got to do is tell me if it's about a cat or a dog. Okay? So just to be clear, if you send me an email with a mostly correct list guessing cat or dog for all 10 trombone bits, I will send you an at-your-level t-shirt. Are you ready for the second bit? Here goes. We're going to nerd out early in this episode. Ever wondered what some of the big differences are between your two pop star cuddle buddies? Well, let's start with a big one. Age. A couple months back, my dog Luli passed away. I was very sad because I loved her very much. She lived to 14 and a half, which might seem like a lot, but not nearly as much as cats. According to the vet on 4th, indoor cats normally live 13 to 17, but an outdoor cat can live 20 plus years, which is absolutely crazy. If that still isn't crazy enough for you, there is a cat named Cream Puff that lived not to 17, not 24, but 38. That's almost as old as my parents. Wow, that dog must be ancient. Now let's talk about dogs. Obviously, it won't be as much as cats, because when Luli died at the age of 14, people were shocked that she lasted that long. But how old was the oldest dog? According to Guinness World Records, the oldest dog, Bluey, was... Wait for it. 29 and a half. 
so just eight and a half years younger than good old Cream Puff. The next thing I wanted to discuss is our furry friend's palettes. Let's do a bit of interactive question. I'll give you 10 seconds to answer. You ready? Is chocolate toxic to dogs and or cats? Alrighty, timer starts now. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. And your time is up. The correct answer is both. According to OVRS.com, chocolate contains the ingredients caffeine and theobromine, both of which are harmful to cats and dogs. In large amounts, it can cause death. Dun, dun, dun. I have another question for you. Do you think dogs and cats can be vegetarians? The dog team might have won this battle because according to PetMD.com, dogs can be vegetarian. But what about cats? Well, according to the BBC, cats are obligate carnivores, and they require a certain amount of amino acids to be healthy. So, there's your answer. We learned that both cats and dogs shouldn't eat chocolate, but can they eat other sweets? Or more precisely, can they taste the sweetness in the sweets? Well, let's dig in. According to Scientific American, sugar and spice taste like nothing to cats. But what about dogs? According to wagwalking.com, humans have 9,000 taste buds, but dogs only have 1,700. Nevertheless, dogs do still taste the sweetness of sweet foods and enjoy it. The reason for this is a chemical called furanium. Dogs may be able to taste sweet foods, but they much prefer the taste of umami, or the meaty taste. Personally, I prefer sweets over the umami taste, or sour, salty, or bitter for that matter. Well, I can nerd out about this stuff all day. Can you think of any other big differences between cats and dogs? Hello? Hi. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you fine. I'm Michelle Fern. I'm host of Catitude and Best Bets for Pets on the Pet Life Radio Network, which is a huge network of anything and everything pet. We have over 75 shows. That's very cool. Are you on the cat or dog team? Well, you know, my first pet was a dog. And I had dogs first, but I do catitude. And now I have more cats than dogs. So I guess I have to be on the cat team. Well, um, you know, a lot of overlap in households. There's actually more households in the United States that have dogs than cats. But there's actually more cats are pets because most households that have cats have more than two cats. Mm, or mm. two or more. I should say. So, okay. What character traits do you have that you think make you a cat person? Okay. Well, first thing comes to mind, I'm very independent. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that about cats and cat people. Yeah. It's, you know, cats are, they're very self-evolved into this, to the point where they don't, they're not as needy as dogs mm -hmm. and they're a little, you know, they just do their own thing. They don't like to be bothered. 
you. Um, and I have my moments where I'm stressed on deadlines and stuff where I don't like to be bothered. And I could kind of be like a cat where I try not to, but you know, cats lash out with the claws. I can kind of just, you know, growl a little like, ah, leave me alone. I got a deadline. I have to get this done. So, but, but mostly I guess independent. Okay. A little background story. When me and my brother were little, my mom used to put us to sleep with the story she made up on the fly. We got to name three random objects to shape it. When the third one makes it into the story, we get to kiss goodnight. If you'd like to think of three objects of your own right now, go for it. I'll give you a chance to add them in. You can make them as silly as you like. I'll refer to them as blank one, blank two, and blank three. You can replace them in your imagination. So, we have a brand new segment for you. Think of it a little bit like two truths and a lie. Except instead of detecting truths and lies, you have to detect which characters are dogs and which are cats. Did you pay attention to the nerd out? Well, if you did, this should be very easy. My mom came up with a little story. I'll read it to you. It started off like this. I was walking down the street and almost tripped as Poncho, Bang Bang, and Pookie zoomed past. As soon as my mom said those names, my brother and I started to crack up and couldn't stop laughing. So, for the record, we decided to name this segment Poncho, Bang Bang, and Pookie. But back to our little story. I was walking down the street and almost tripped as Poncho, Bang Bang, and Pookie zoomed past me. Well, it was actually Bang Bang and Poopy. <laughs> Poopy. Ah, yes. Well, it was actually Bang Bang and Pookie that zoomed. Poncho brought up the rear. He's 24 years old, so running is no longer on the menu. He was also drawn to an oddly shaped and extremely odorous blank one. I hope your first object is not too stinky to begin with. I was on my way to my favorite vegetarian restaurant, and the chef was introducing some of her newest creations. It was as if the sweet aroma painted a smoky arrow leading to the front door. Those cute furballs probably smelled it long before I did. But when they arrived, only Bang Bang tried the samples. Pookie and Poncho weren't even tempted by the sugary treat she offered them. Instead, they kicked an old blank two around. I sat on the beautiful patio and enjoyed the adorable view. It was a sunny day and some kids occupied the next table. The chef came out again. This time, she had no food to share. Her hands were behind her back, and a mischievous smile dominated her face. You already know what she had in her hands, don't you? It was blank three. The end. Mwah. Okay, so can you tell me what Poncho, Bang Bang, and Pookie are? I mean, is Poncho a cat or a dog? About Bang Bang and Pookie, of course. I'll tell you the answer at the end. So if you want to go back and listen to the nerd out in the Poncho Bang Bang and Pookie segment again, just make sure to do it before you hear some other instruments play. Okay? Here's another trombone bit for you. Hi there. Hello. Okay. So you want to meet our family vet? 
She's pretty awesome, not gonna lie. My name is Riley Mahoney. I am a veterinarian. Um, I've been a veterinarian since 2003, but I've been working in Needham for the last 10 years. Okay, so a lot of people think I want to be a podcaster or an actor, um, mm-hmm. but I actually want to be a vet. Oh, really? Um, so what advice do you have for me and other people who want to be a vet? Sure. So there's, um, so just getting a lot of experience. So I know when I never wanted to be anything else besides a vet. So um, when I was younger, um, and I had a dog and I took care of her. And then when I got into sort of junior high, high school, I rode around with a a mobile veterinary um, person. So I sort of just watched to see what she was doing and kind of get some hands-on experience. And then I worked on a dairy farm, uh, milking cows and um, trying to get my hands in some of the large animal stuff. So I took care of pigs and chickens and and cows. So having a little bit of large animal experience and a little bit of small animal experience is helpful to get into vet school. Certainly grades help. It, It is very competitive to get into it, but I you know, certainly didn't have straight A's. And I, you know, I had good grades, but I not the greatest, but I really, really, really wanted to do it. And then once you sort of get into higher school, so basically, it's like going to 20th grade, so you go through college, and then, um, and then it's four years after that. So, um, so getting some experience, so you can volunteer, you can try to just get any kind of animal experience that you can. I worked in the kennel at the, at a veterinary hospital, and then I worked as an assistant, and then I went back as a tech, and then I went back and actually worked there when I was an adult. So the same vet I brought my dog to when I was younger, I actually worked as a vet there in Connecticut for a while. Huh. Um, but it did take me a couple of years to get into school. It was, it's definitely, it was hard because I grew up in Connecticut, who doesn't have a vet school. So I ended up going um, and moving to Wisconsin for one year. Um, and I went to the University of Wisconsin, Madison. And so persistence would be the biggest thing, but it is, um, and it's certainly not an inexpensive endeavor. So there, there definitely are some hurdles, but once you get in, you know, it's all the things that you'd be interested in. So I liked the sciences. And then when you got into vet school, it was even more fun because every class you're taking yeah. is something exciting. So I was never really into English or anything else. I pretty much like science. So as you get up in the schooling, you actually get to do more and more things that are what you kind of like. So it actually, even though it's hard and it's a lot of information, it's fun because it's stuff that you want to know. What is the most important quality I have to have in order to be a great vet like you? Well, I would say you just have to care about what you're doing. You know, I always, whenever it does keep you up at night a lot, because you worry about your patients like they were your own pets. But I would say the biggest thing is just hard work. You know, I didn't get into school. And then I went, I took a few extra classes. And then I needed a better grade on the SAT or the GRE. I took another class and I was like, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to do anything that I need to do to do it. And so even if you don't have a 4.0, even if you don't have perfect grades, if you get decent grades and um, and you get some experience. And it's also good to just stay with a, you know, see what's going on at a vet place. Cause some people think, oh, I want to play with kittens and pet them. And some of the stuff is really, you know, sad and really um, hard. And so I think getting a little bit of um, taste of that to see whether it's something that you could do. Cause some people love animals so much that they just can't even stand to see them hurting. And they, and, and everybody can, but sometimes you have to hurt them a little bit to make them better. Um, so some people, you know, will see surgery and then they say, Oh, I don't know if that's for me. But so I think just working in the um, industry and just, there's lots of different ways to be a vet. You can be a vet in the army. You can be a vet working in food preparation. You can be a vet working in um, research and science. Um, There's a lot of different ways to be a vet. 
So I like being a small animal vet because I like to see the same animals when they're babies and then when they're older and to kind of help people through their whole life. Um, but there's lots of different ways to be a vet. I'm a little clumsy and not at all gentle. And to be okay. honest, kind of rough, rough, rough. <laughs> Is that or any other qualities a problem in your opinion? Well, I would say sometimes you have to be a little bit rough. I mean, you, you always, it's sort of a balance between being gentle and careful, but sometimes you need to be, especially if you do large animal medicine, you have to be pretty strong and, and yeah. it's a pr very physical job when you do large animal medicine. Um, it's almost like a different job because it's really so physical. Um, a lot of everything you do, if you do large animal medicine, horses, cows, it's really physical, but it's still physical. With If you get a big dog that doesn't want something done. Um, so are you on the dog or cat team? That's a hard thing. I have both. I have a dog and a cat. In general, I like cats. My cat currently, he likes me when he likes me and he doesn't like me when he doesn't like me. So yeah. I know a lot of cats like that. Yeah. If you have a great cat, you will love cats. There's lots of people who have just never had a great cat. Um, but yeah, so I'm a dog person in general, though. Mm -mm. But I do love kitties, too. Just so you know, I asked Dr. Mahoney a lot more questions. So if I had to choose just one more answer to share with you. It would be from our conversation about their sense of smell. They have a lot better smell than we do. And so for service dogs, they can smell anything from blood sugar drops. Um, service dogs that for people who have diabetes and if they have a low blood sugar, they can smell that on a person. Um, yeah. They have dogs that can sniff out cancers. Um, they've been doing tests with some dogs where you can even, for, they're trying to do it with the coronavirus even. So they have amazing, amazing abilities to smell. And it helps people every day. You can do seizures, diabetes. Sometimes they just help you physically pick things up or stabilize you when you're walking. But they can do amazing things, um, not even just dogs, but they even have people working in war zones. They have rats that can sniff out mines and things like that. So it keeps wow. people safe. So their ability to smell is way above ours. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, so would you like to play a game or two? Sure. Oh, he's going to do the ASMR. You ready for this? Okay, no, I'm good. Okay, um, so I sent the link in chat, and okay. we're going to play this game called Zazar ASMR. Did you... at the website at your level? Yes, at yourlevelpod.com. Okay, well, let's see how that works, because I'm in a recording booth, and... Oh. Let's see if it works in my phone. Yeah, that'll probably still work. And if you scroll down, you'll see Bizarre ASMR, and you should click on the on stage episode. Oh, jeez. Oh my god, I have no idea. What? Let me listen to it again. Okay. I don't know. It sounds like a swing, like almost stopping. Oh, it has something to do with being on stage. Yeah, being on stage. Oh, okay. Gosh, I have no idea. Let's hear what Abigail, Reggie, Chloe, and Frank thought it was. Um, it sounds like well, the on stage one sounds like a chair. Like a, a chair. chair. A chair. So that's a guess? A chair? Yeah. Yeah. A good guess. Good guess. Is it like someone's feet shifting on stage? 
Yep. Uh, technically, that's correct. You got it correct, technically. Was, oh, I love this game. It was creaky noises. Like, you know how you're on a stage and the creaks, like the wood creaks? Well, it is yep. that. Do I win? Do I win something? Um, A crisp high five from Zoom. Great. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh, my goodness. I actually, like, just figured it out. I could not hear the audio. Um, I'm sorry. I just couldn't. I cannot believe that. But please put this guess in. I know. I'm very sure it's walking on stage now. Like, the creaking of the floorboards. I could hear it. I thought, like, scenery, like, lifting it. But then I'm like, wait a second. You know when you get that realization? Well, well, yeah. I got that. So that is my ASMR guess. Please do not use the one that I said in the Zoom. Okay, you're walking on stage. It's the floorboards. Yeah. You're the first person to get that. I, <laughs> wow. Wow. Correct, Amundo. <laughs> do you want to tell Ari about how you guessed two of his ASMR quizzes? Let's hear it. Well, oh, yeah. I remember how I guessed it. Um, um, that one that was like a dog scratching at a door. Mm. What do you think that sound was that we just listened to? I don't know if you've listened to the most recent episode, but, um, every ISMR has something to do with the episode's topic. So it was on stage, which is basically acting. And we interviewed a couple of actors. Cracky, and one- cracky stage. Creaky floor. You got it it correct. (laughs) Good job, Hank. Okay, so that was the ASMR for the last episode. This episode's ASMR is a three-parter. First, see if you can guess if it's a cat or a dog. Got it? Okay, so now, what kind of sound was the cat or dog making? You can go to the website and listen to it as many times as you need. And the third and final part, can you tell me what breed it is? Some of my guests were able to guess it. Can you? Here's a shout out to Lori Berkner. I'll be interviewing her for our songwriting episode in November. What do you think? Cat song or frog song? Hit it, Ben. How about a fun and simple little game of Is it a cat or a dog? I'll name a few names and we'll see if you and our guests can guess correctly. Are you ready to begin? Mr. Bigglesworth. Is it a cat or a dog? Is a cat. Yes. Cat? Correct. Nice. <laughs> I think cat. Correct. Doug from the movie Up. So, can you say that again? Doug from the movie Up. Have you seen Up? Oh, Doug from the movie Up? Yes. No, I'm going to say that's a dog. Oh, it's a dog. I love Doug. Dog. Dog. Correct. Okay. Thomas O'Malley. <gasps> dog. Thomas O'Malley. Cat. Yes, it is Thomas O'Malley, the alley cat from the Aristocats. Surprisingly enough, like, no one has gotten that. I'm very surprised. The Aristocats is a great movie. Oh, I haven't, I haven't seen that in a good Johnny Mears. Okay. 
So I have seen that movie like five times. It's such a good movie. I've seen it like probably a million years ago, but I haven't seen it recently. I don't know why people don't watch it. It's such a good movie. <laughs> I'll have to pick. I'll have to get it. Okay, so Skippy John Jones. Skippy John Jones. Play a dog? Dog. Uh, cat? Yes, Skippy John Jones is a Siamese cat that likes to pretend he's a chihuahua. I had no idea that was a guess. Okay. Okay, Santa's little helper from The Simpsons. Oh, the dog. Do you know who Santa's little helper is? Uh, a dog? Dog. Uh, correct. Pete the. Pete the. Pete the. Blank. I have no idea. Pete the. He lost mm. his buttons. <laughs> his well, buttons? That's, he has a whole book series, so that's one of his books. It's oh. a children's book series. Oh, I don't know. Um, Pete the cat. Yep, Pete the cat. Pete the cat. Pete the cat. No, I don't know that one. So uh, Pete the cat is kind of built into my memory because of my grandma. She goes Pete the cat in her very <laughs> Polish accent. It's, it's very funny. Pete the cat. Yes. Um, okay. So um, Harry the dirty. Harry the dirty. I don't know. D- dog. Yes. Dog. Yep. Because I have that book. Dog. Correct. Yeah? Yeah. Wal- Walter the farting. Say that again. Walter the farting. Walter <laughs> the farting. Dog. Yep. I also have that book. Uh, dog? I don't know. Dog? Yep. Walter the farting dog. Okay. Mrs. Norris. <laughs> Mrs. Norris. I keep seeing Mrs. Norris in a book, too. Dog? Uh, Miss, Mrs. Norris is from Harry Potter. From who? Harry Potter. Oh, I think a cat. Correct. Is a cat. Yes, from Harry Potter. Yes. A bolt from the movie Bolt. Oh, um, that's a dog. Dog. A <laughs> yeah. uh, dog. Yep. All right. Oh, On to the speed round. You ready? Which one is the cat? Oh, I'm not good at speed runs. Tom and Jerry. Who is the cat? Do, 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 do. Yes. Do, 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 do. Come on, mom, you guess I'll it. I'll give you a hint. Do, 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 do. Don't run away. It rhymes with Sean. Oh, come on. <laughs> you got this. Hank's uh, feeling too much pressure from the speed round. Tom and Jerry, who is it? It rhymes with Sham. <laughs> what rhymes with Sham? Tom or Jerry? <laughs> Tom. Jerry Tom. (laughs) Tom is correct. Woo! Uh, Tom and Jerry, I think, are both cats. Incorrect. Jerry is a mouse and Tom is a cat. Which one one is the cat? Tom and Jerry. Oh, um, Tom is the cat. Mm -hmm. Itchy and scratchy. Oh, that I have no idea. Um, I think Itchy would be the cat. Oh, that one I don't know. Itchy and scratchy. Who is that? I don't know that one. You're just going to have to take a wild <laughs> guess. I know it's from The Simpsons, but I can't tell which. Yep. Huh. I mean, think about it. Who scratches? Itchy or scratchy? Who scratches? And who itches? <laughs> uh, I think cat. Yep. Well, of course. Great. Cat. 
But who well, is the dog? Who's is the, the dog cat? Itchy or is the dog scratchy? Itchy. So the dog is itchy. The itchy. dog is itchy, yes. But the itchy. cat is the one we were looking for. Yes, the cat oh, is scratchy. Right. So I'll give that one to you. <clears throat> I oof that actually. Yes, Scratchy is the cat, but Itchy is actually a mouse. Gidget or Chloe from The Secret Life of Pets? Which is a cat? Um, Gidget or Chloe? Mm-hmm. Let's go with Chloe. Um, is it, um, are we going for like a cat f- trying to find the cat? Yes, we are trying to find the cat. Oh, Chloe. Correct. You know that one? Chloe. Correct. All yeah, righty. Nice. And now it's time for Riddle Me This. Okay. These are also involving cats and dogs. Okay. Okay. So in the final round, it's a Riddle Me This. I know you've missed this segment. Okay. Ready? His cartoonist grandpa had his name. This orange lasagna lover has no shame. What do you think? This one's pretty easy, right? Yes? Maybe? I'm not going to give you the answers. Yet. Here's the next one. He travels to undo a rip in time. For this brainy canine, I have no rhyme. So, I will reveal the answers to these riddles in the next episode. Feel free to send me your answers. Here comes one more final one. This fairy tale reveals his value. In his foot gear, he'll beguile you. Yeah, so like I said, we'll have a riddle me this in the next episode, which is the martial arts episode. If you want to solve riddles, send your own riddles, or want to join in some other way, reach out. Before we get any further in the episode, I would just like to tell you that seven-year-old Hank of the Adventures of Power Dog and Dogland, you know, the very first guest in this episode, created the cover art for this episode. It's abstract art, it's a cat with powers, and the type of art it is, is off-the-page art. Pretty cool, huh? Didn't he do such an awesome job? I really love it. Thank you, Hank. Wait, you have a question for Ari? This is a reverse interview now. Uh, Are you ready? Can you handle a reverse interview? Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. I'm I'm now curious what this question is. Now that you're on the spot, you've you've lost that train of thought. Okay. I'm going to ask him if he knows about this movie. Oh, okay. Um, Well, this is also a guess. Mm. Um, A cat who's in a spaceship. If you're going to do a cat and dog related... um, episode you should probably try to catch this movie it's also older i think he's gonna google it i'm not googling it i'm not googling it i'm not googling it no yeah i know you are i'm not googling it i see your arm moving you are yeah you look down you are i am not (laughs) yes you are yeah hands free (laughs) You want to tell him? You stumped him. You stumped you Ari. Seriously, stumped me. Yeah, um, it's the cat from outer space. It is a weird movie from the seventies. Yeah. Oh yeah, my god! Gonna, you I, win this. No. You win this. You've won this interview completely. What? <laughs> I've been bested. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
just wanted to remind you that we have a Patreon. If you signed up, thank you. I hope you enjoyed opening a very cute little package, if I may say so myself. If you want to show me how your Cats vs. Dogs art project turned out, I'd love to see it. If you didn't, you still can on patreon.com slash at your level. And I really hope you do. But, you know, we totally get that most people don't pay for podcasts. So if you can swipe five stars on iTunes for me, that does some serious magic too. And I really appreciate if you already did. What do you think that song was about? A cat or a dog? We had to do a little digging to come up with ten cat or dog songs, so we know some of these are not easy. But I also hope this can be really fun for some of you. So cheating is totally allowed, and please let us know you're out there guessing. Okay, so that's it for the Cats vs. Dogs trombone bits, but how about a cat and dog song? like a ball and a bat they ain't ever gonna ever be friends i don't know about that but i ain't gonna get trapped in between them trying to make amends that was andy ferguson of red yarn a portland family musician and puppeteer i added a link to the show notes so check them out I'd also like to thank our guests, Phoebe and Hank of The Adventures of Power Dog and Dogland, Michelle of Catitude, which is on Pet Life Radio, and last but not least, Dr. Mahoney of Highland Animal Hospital, right here in Needham, Massachusetts. We love our vet so much. We genuinely want to recommend them. So if you're around the Newton, Wellesley, Needham area, Highland is bar none the best. You can find all these links in the show notes. As always, I want to thank my brother Ben for all the tromboning and for every single one of you for listening. Hope it's as much fun for you as it is for us. At Your Level is a production of Art and Light Society. Poncho, Bang Bang, and Pookie segment is two cats and a dog. Poncho and Pookie are the cats. Bang Bang's the dog. How do we know? Dogs live shorter lives than cats and are not likely to live to 24, which is how old Poncho the cat is. We also learned in the Nerd Out that dogs, not cats, can be vegetarians. But more relevant to the story, cats can't taste sweet foods. Dogs can. 
Only Bang Bang tried the sugary treat the chef shared. So by process of elimination, we deduce that Poncho and Pookie are cats and that Bang Bang is the dog in our story. Hey, fellow story lovers. I'm Jonathan Cormer, host of the Dork Tales Storytime Podcast, a show that brings families together to laugh, learn, and delight in a tale well told. Every two weeks, my forest friend, Mr. Reginald T. Hedgehog, and I bring you slightly wacky and very geeky retellings of classic fairy tales and untold stories about amazing hidden heroes of history. So check us out wherever you listen to podcasts or visit us at dorktalesstory.com.